It is the DC Sports Huddle, sponsored by MGM National Harbor for the latest in Washington sports. Visit MGM National Harbor and experience a sports fans paradise. A lot to get to. Let's cut to the chase. It's week one of the NFL season. How did we survive this long without it? The NFL is back. The Washington Commanders, Jacksonville Jaguars. Rob Ward forecast is WTOP.com preview. I'm halfway through. I'm sure by week eight, I'll finish the rest of the preview because it's so <laughs> comprehensive. It covers everything. And we'll get right, as I said, cut to the chase. Washington Commanders, a lot of focus on Carson Wentz. As you know, in your preview, which I actually printed out, I don't know if you can see the, the paper right here, that you said, you know, Rob Woodford, I'm betting that Carson Wentz, four years of inconsistency, is not an outlier. Is that your words, correct? Rob Woodford, you think that's so? I'm going to disagree with you. I believe that Carson Wentz is going to find his form with the Washington Commanders because he has Terry McLaurin as a target. Last season, so often you're thinking, just get the ball to Terry McLaurin. I think McLaurin is going to help resurrect Carson Wentz's career, and the resurrection of Carson Wentz is going to help the Washington Commanders immeasurably. That is my opinion. Your opinion, Rob Woodfork, it would seem to me as we start this conversation, which focuses on Carson Wentz and the Commanders, differs as I've seen on WTOP.com. All right. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a reason why I think you're right. And I'm going to give you a reason why I think you're wrong. And I'm oh, going to give you that. I'm, he appreciates yeah. that. He appreciates hey, that. Hey man, you Cover know, all the bases. Hey, yes. <laughs> this is WTOP. We do the equal time thing. So, all right. So the, the, the reason why I think that that could be true is because I've heard from people who are not associated with the organization and do not have any skin in the game that, this offense is a better fit for what Carson Wentz does well. And that is getting the ball vertical. That is getting the ball downfield. He's got the arm. Everybody's been talking about that. So I could see a scenario in which in this variation of the Eric Coriel offense, he actually thrives and plays well. And we see a version of him that we haven't seen uh, maybe ever. My pushback on that though is the quarterback position is a very inherently cerebral position. And so if your head's not right, if you're going out there trying to prove something to people or prove something to yourself, even worse, then I don't know if you can be as successful as Washington needs him to be in order for them to have the kind of season that they want. So everything, never, nobody's ever had a question as to whether or not Carson Wentz has the physical tools to be a great quarterback. The question has been, does he have the right mental makeup? And that's what at age, what I think he's going on 29. Now, if you're still asking that question at 29, it's probably not going to be the answer you want. All right, Dave Preston. Well, I think it's, it's unfair when you talk about somebody's cerebral capabilities, let's forget the fact that as a rookie, he was locked inside a gas station bathroom. Let's let's just completely forget that about Carson Wentz. That was the Carson Wentz of years ago. I think that Carson Wentz will have a decent year for the commanders. He has more weapons this year. He has uh, more firepower surrounding him than he did when he was in Indianapolis from a passing game perspective. Yes, the running back is a little bit different this year than last, but I think you don't play the game in a vacuum. And I think that so many games this year, he will be asked to rally this team because I don't think the defense is up to snuff. I think there are problems with this commander's team in the secondary and in the linebacking core. And I'm not convinced that a pass rush without Chase Young will be worth its salt to take heat off of either. So I think that, yes, uh, you know, 
Carson Wentz will have a good year statistically. At the end of the season, you'll say, well, he had decent numbers, but I think so many of those numbers will be earned trying to rally from double-digit deficits. And so I, I think all in all, he won't have a successful season while on paper he will. And I think it's going to be – I could easily see two or three guys starting at quarterback for the commanders this year because that's what we've seen the last few seasons. All right. We're about five minutes of the show. I already have a headache. George Wallace? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you haven't had to watch all of training camp. So, yeah, you know, right. come on. Um, no, I think it's just – it's kind of bizarre. So, I, I think that the um, – you know, there's, there's no hype – around Carson Wentz, right? There's no, I mean, the guy's a legit, decent quarterback. Okay. And I, but I think that the way he was uh, kind of thrown upon us uh, by this organization, I see fans think of the other sexy names that are out there and Carson Wentz is kind of a boring guy, right? He's just not, he's not flashy. And, you know, and I think that's kind of what fans are looking for. For me, I honestly think that he's going to have a decent year. I mean, yes, he is what he is. He's a 60% completion quarterback, but last year he was 27 and seven touchdowns and interceptions. And he had the issue at the end of the year, third opening day with three different teams. I get all that, but I think that he is a solid quarterback. And I think with the weapons that he has, and there are weapons on this team, I think you are going to see a different and somewhat dynamic offense than what we have seen in the past. Jahan Dotson has been impressive at the rookie early on. Logan Thomas is working his way back. I still think he plays Sunday. He said, if not this week, then definitely next week. So I think he's very, very close to playing. And then, of course, you've got Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel, who says he feels great. So, you know, I think this offense does have a chance to be pretty dynamic. And I think Carson Wentz is going to prove a lot of people wrong. And I think he is going to have a solid year because, all, you know, well, look, as far as Ron Rivera is concerned and the rest of this, this front office, they got no choice because this is it. I mean, this is year three. You went out on a limb and said, this is our guy. Whether you believe it or not, like I said last week, whether you believe it or not, this is what you're throwing on us. So I think he will be ready. I think Scott Turner is going to have a, a much more fun time this year calling plays because of what he has on offense. Well, is that part of my point? Uh, last year, there was time, it, it seemed like we could compete with Taylor Heineke with his hair on fire. Carson yeah. Wentz is not going to have his hair on fire, so it, he just needs to be solid. He has weapons around him. If he gets protection, uh, this team can compete. Or did I just uh, say no, but part no, of, I agree. I was part of Carson you, Wentz's I'm problem, not agreeing with though. the other guy. Part of Carson Wentz's problem, though, is sometimes his hair is on fire when there's not even an active flame there. Sometimes he's, you know, to borrow the phrase about a certain Jets quarterback, sometimes he sees ghosts when uh, when maybe some stuff isn't there. So that's the thing. Again, it's it's not that he's not capable physically. As a matter of fact, it's not even that he's not capable mentally. It's a matter of whether or not they unlock him and he allows himself to uh, to thrive in this offense because certainly it's it, it shapes up in a way both in terms of the personnel and the scheme for him to be successful. I tell you, you throw the ball left-handed from your own end zone once, and everybody yeah. remembers that. We no haven't even talked about that. Times he did not throw the ball left-handed from his own end zone. And also, as we as they're about to face the Jaguars here, the one win Washington has gotten on opening day in the last seven years. Right. happens to be against Carson Wentz when he was throwing the ball to the other team and let him back into the game when uh, they started fast. So uh, there's there's a little bit of history there, uh, both on that other sideline and in terms of uh, Carson Wentz and how he plays at FedEx Field. 
And how Carson Wentz plays against Jacksonville. Is anybody bothered by the fact that <laughs> exactly. they did well for yeah. with the Colts in Jacksonville? And that's going to be his first assignment. Maybe that color scheme alone is going to sidetrack him. That's why he's here. That's yeah, why right. he's here. <laughs> that, yeah. You're right, exactly. All right. So we, we focused on Carson Wentz. We can differ on that. Well, I mean, but we should be worried about the defense, right? Chase Young missing. I am. I mean, this is okay. Continue yeah, I mean, you're, you're worried why? Well, first of all, you don't have uh, Chase Young for the first, and we can talk about what he is or isn't at this point in his career. Uh, at the very least, he's a guy who you have to pay attention to uh, as the opposing offense. So, you know, I, I don't know who's coming off the edge on the uh, uh, on the other side of Montez Sweat that's going to scare you. So, I mean, that just kind of uh, changes the way that other teams have to play them. And let's be real. I mean, probably more than Carson Wentz, this Washington defense has something to prove because you can't go from what they were in 2020. Uh, just to uh, circle back to that, uh, that season opener in gets Philly, they had eight sacks in that game. And I know that the Eagles were really banged up on the offensive line and all that's fine, but they had eight sacks in that game. They played really well in 2020 and then they laid an absolute turd in 21. So you have to you have to come out and put your best foot forward against what you know. I mean, is still kind of a rookie quarterback uh, in uh, over there on the Jacksonville side. All right, turds everywhere were just insulted by that comment because <laughs> yeah, I, I think when we looked at what happened, granted every year is different and every preseason is different than the regular season, but when there's a common thread. There's a concern. Last season, Washington, second to last in the league, I believe, at getting off the field on third down. In August, when they faced other first strings, they could not get off of the football field. Now, Trevor Lawrence, second-year guy. So they, he's, he's not Patrick Mahomes, so to speak. But still, this defense needs to prove itself in week one for me to have confidence in what they can do. And a Washington defense that performs will give Carson Wentz shorter fields. He'll give him more opportunities and won't give him 10-point deficits to try to climb out of. And right now, I'm not confident the commander's defense can do that. George Wallace. Yeah, and that's and I think that was a concern in the preseason for sure, especially that first game, giving up three or four first downs to the Panthers, or third downs in that opening drive. I think that is a concern. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to wait and I'm going to wait and see. I, I think this defense is as you, you have to be better than last year. And I think that, you know, with, on the back end, I think you're still pretty strong. I still put, I'd, I'd, you know, put anything up against pain, sweat, Jonathan Allen up front. I mean, I, you know, these guys, they have something to prove. As I've mentioned before, they're all come from winning programs. Like they are not accustomed to losing. They have a chip in their shoulder. So, and they realized last year was a disaster. So I think you're going to see a different type of effort, um, this year on the defensive end, but then, you know, it's, as we've heard all throughout this week out there, you know, week one is such a crapshoot. Basically you have the limited tape. Yeah. You know what Trevor Lawrence is, is everybody has said he's the complete package. Jack Del Rio talking about it today. And you just gotta be, you know, on, on your assignments, basically You're Kendall Fuller was saying that yesterday is, you know, can't go on much, but you have to be, you have to tighten up on your end and you have to have great communication, which they have all said to a man has been better this year you know, why that's not why that was an issue last year. Communication wise, you would think f forget scheme wise, but communicating, you should be 
you shouldn't need much time to get that get that down packed. So I think they've all mentioned that this summer as far as being improved uh, on the defense. Yeah, we George, all you and I have been doing this long enough and we have been watching this team long enough to know that you just jinx the hell out of them by saying, well, they can't be worse, can they? Than well, they no were way. last year. I mean, they, they if, there is another, if there is another rung that is below where they've ever been, they can find it. That has been proven over the course of the last 25 years. Yeah, but we, we got to believe, look, we, we can all talk on Zoom, so there's got to be better communication, right? But also, <laughs> I'm just asking, I'm just asking like for the Washington defense to be, they don't have to be spectacular. How about just mildly mediocre? Yeah. Don't give right. up the big play. And I think that's the thing that fans can take heart in is that, Washington has had the absolute worst statistical uh, quarterback play over the course of the last two, three seasons. So you figure you don't have to go out there. You don't have to be, you know, Dallas or Tampa Bay and average 30 points a game. You just need to go out there and just be better and more efficient. And if your defense is just middle of the road, that's a competitive team. So, you know, no, they don't have to be top 10, but they, they certainly have to, A, get off the field on third down, which they haven't, you know, that that's something that's seeped into the preseason this year. That, that should have been job one uh, in the offseason is to make sure our third downs are just tight. And right. we haven't really seen that yet. By the way, Instead real quick, I will say, road, Cam, I'm fearing there'll be roadkill. Cam Curl, <laughs> if, his, if his thumb is not ready for Sunday, then you're going to see a lot of Jeremy Reeves. That, you're already starting with something that's not the, you know, Greatest of news, but we'll right. see. And Jeremy Reeves, look, he's he's a great feel-good story. I'm glad he's on the team, but that is a massive downgrade yeah. at a position of absolute need for Washington. Yeah. I agree with that. It brings me back to why we should use a hashtag mildly mediocre for the Washington defense. That's all I want. They, they do not have to be, as Rob said, they do not have to be uh, a top 10. Just how often did we hear last year of defensive breakdowns uh, players are trying to do too much. They didn't stay within their, their discipline. Right. Their, their, uh, don't do too much. Keep it simple, stupid. That's what my algebra two teacher said to me before he failed me. So, I mean, it's the same principle, just be mildly mediocre and let's see where this goes. Okay. Uh, we'll go small picture, big picture. Do they win this mildly mediocre? What are they going to do this year? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, first let's, let's just take it a week at a time. Now, we're not going to go over all 18 weeks now that the no. football season goes into next July. But let's just take this week and check. George Wallace, win or lose Sunday? This, this is the biggest must-win you've ever heard of or seen in week one. <laughs> I cannot underplay it enough. I've said it the first two weeks. I've said it since July. This is the must-win situation. It doesn't matter. You could win 12-10, you, but you cannot lose to Jacksonville at home. I don't care how improved Jacksonville is. Okay. But Doug Peterson is Coach Carson Wentz. Doug Peterson knows this team. I'm very, very worried about Jacksonville. I think Washington escapes, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than it should be. It's going to, you know what it's going to be? It's going to be something crazy like 16-13. It's going to be that close. But it doesn't matter. You just need to win or else next week, oh, my God. Dave Preston. I have 20 to 18, a last-second field goal connected by the Burgundy and Gold, a game where they are frustrating us to all ends of the earth for 58 minutes and somehow they come back and win it. And half of the fan base is like, Oh, all is good. And then they wind up losing at Detroit. So 20 to 18 Burgundy and gold wins. All right. You, you, you cheated. You went ahead to week two. Rob Woodford. 
And in week 18, he pulled a Jay Brooks. He pulled a Jay Brooks, right? (laughs) All right. So, uh, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to win this game. I think this is going to be a Jacksonville 21-17 kind of game. Uh, Washington doesn't start seasons fast. And I I hate to apply – uh, Gruden logic to Ron Rivera, but I mean, they, they haven't been any great shakes in week one, even in the two years that uh, we've had a Ron Rivera uh, week one. Uh, so I, I think Trevor Lawrence is going is, is to come out with some stuff that they didn't really see in the, uh, in, in the preseason. Uh, I think the defense is going to have some issues, especially if Cam Curl ends up not playing. And, uh, and quite frankly, I, I think Wentz needs some time. I mean, I know he got some reps in the preseason, but I, I still think he's going to need a game or two to uh, really start to uh, look like a guy who's the starting quarterback of a potential playoff team. So, uh, so I have him losing in week one. And, uh, and, and just to be consistent, I picked them to lose week one as I went week by week in my NFL preview. On WTLP.com to be consistent. Yes. That's the most important thing. All right. <laughs> I, just, I started this by saying that I, I believe that Carson Wentz is going to do well with Terry McLaurin. I think that'll come into place on Sunday. I'm not that sold on the Jacksonville secondary. I think Washington wins 24-20. I think it will be an escape. So we, we've done that. Week one, we have three wins and one loss uh, for Rob Woodfork. As always, Rob will probably be right. And he'll rub it in our faces next week. But uh, anyway, we're going to stick with the victories. Uh, the season predictions for the whole season. Rob, we'll start with you. Give, give me a record. You Now, according to this, have you changed? Seven and ten was in your WTOP.com preview. As a matter of fact, I, I usually won't change my mind on this stuff until midseason. If I'm still alive, like they could start, you know, seven and oh, and I'm still going to uh, – I'm not I'm – not, I'm not dead yet <laughs> as it pertains to the seven and ten prediction. So, uh, yeah, I have them going seven and ten. They do have a winnable schedule and there is, and there is a path to them winning 10 instead of losing 10. And that's something I feel like I say about them every year uh, because it's not like the cupboard is bare. If you know, injuries break their way, if Carson Wentz is better than I think he is, then there's a path to them winning 10 games and, and maybe even being a wild card and, and hanging around for the division title there toward the end. I think the thing that's going to unravel them, and I feel like I've said it a couple of times on here, is the really late bye week in week 14. That is something that, and I'll use the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as an example. The first year, Tom Brady, um, and, and maybe not the greatest example for my point since they went up <laughs> went and won the Super Bowl that year, but uh, they had a late bye like that. And they came limping into the, you know, they had a bunch of new people on the front end, and then they got to midseason and kind of limped their way into the bye week. And then you know, once the bye week hit, then they were, then they were on a roll. I don't think they lost again, if I recall correctly. Now, I don't, I don't necessarily have Washington doing that, although they do have a, 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 a schedule that sets up for them to do well in those last four games of the regular season. But I think going into the bye week, they're going to, and they have some really winnable games. So if they end up winning them, then I'm going to look like an idiot. But, uh, you know, some winnable games they're going into the bye those last three weeks in uh, November. But uh, I, I just, I just think injuries and, and fatigue is is going to bite them in, in the rear as they uh, head toward that. Dave Preston, I have them going six, eight, and three. My uh, positive bold prediction: Brian Robinson rushes for one thousand yards despite missing the first month. Uh, negative surprise: coaching changes on the defensive side of the football before the season ends. Ooh. All right, George Wallace. Ooh. Wow. 
So I think that this is has a very good potential to be a 9-10 win team. I do. I think the urgency that they're going to come out and have to play with uh, from top to bottom. Ron Rivera, look, we saw his – we've talked about year three since January. He, t- he did that in Carolina. I think the urgency you're going to see these guys play with, it has been a more normal offseason. There are no protocols. There is nothing else. There are no more excuses. Like, this is it. You have your quarterback. You have your playmakers on offense. Hopefully you get by with Chase Young on the shelf for four or five weeks, whatever it's going to be. And I think with the addition of Brian Robinson, who, by the way, I've seen him walking around without crutches, just has a bandage on his leg. I think he's going to be back sooner than later. Um, I think this team is, has nine or ten wins in him. I do, and I think that you're going to, you know, see the progress that Ron Rivera is hoping for in year number three. Because if not, then you're starting to you're you're cleaning house again, and and it's very possible. Look, we've done it. How I many years? We do it every three years around here, every four years. So, <laughs> but I think that I do. I think this team has the potential to win nine or ten games. All right, and I'll, I'll agree with you. I believe in in Ron Rivera. I said that all along. I think we all believe in what he has is done for this this team. I'll stick with my premise that I think Carson Wentz. And with Terry McLaurin will be a good combination. I would have this as a 10-win team, but the Chase Young absence does uh, make me nervous. So I'm going to go with nine and eight. Uh, it would be a 10-win team, I believe, if they had a healthy Chase Young and a healthier defense to start the season. Instead, I'm going to go nine and eight. So and actually, I'm going to give you two, uh, real quick, I'm going to give you two positive predictions I have for Washington because I feel like fans are just kind of tuning me out at this point. So number one, I think uh, Carson Wentz gets hurt. Uh, before uh, or at some point after the the um, the uh, Monday nighter against the against the Eagles, uh, but I do have him going two and one in his quote unquote revenge games. But it opens the door for Sam Howell, and I think Sam Howell ends up being their uh, Kirk Cousins 2.0 in that he was a late round pick who ends up being really good. They're going to end up in undervaluing him, and you know we'll. From there. It's not going to be Sam Howell to start. I'll tell you that right now. It's going to be Heineke if he goes down. I mean, but here you want a bold prediction. Wentz is going to play 16 games. What do you think of that? Okay. Well, that yeah. would be, that would mean he misses one <laughs> or whatever. 17 games. <laughs> Smartass. See. And on that note, we, we've got the season. No wonder fans tune you out. Yeah. yeah look, Cam, look, look I, Cam Newton. Out. I don't even know what Cam I just Newton said. for the other game. Cam, yeah. waiting for your call. I have these earphones on for decoration. I don't even know what I just said. Um, l- let me give you some uh, some NFL season uh, previews real quick. So um, in my NFL, you're supposed preview, to tease everybody to read your com, piece. WTLP.com. Yes. So, <laughs> Quickly, we're running out of time. Okay, so I'm going to give you – I already gave you the Washington one. I think the Ravens uh, won't just win the AFC North. I have them as the number one seed in the AFC. They're going to lose the AFC title game at home to the Buffalo Bills, and that's because I got the Bills over the Rams in the Super Bowl. Maryland's own Stephon Diggs your Super Bowl MVP. So he okay. and Francis Tiafo uh, repping the DMV on a national scale here in the next few months. Yeah, but Flacco's going to beat the Ravens. Flacco's going to beat the Ravens in week one as the Jets quarterback. So, you know. Well, they got – on based on what I have, they have four losses to play with. So All right, there you cool. go. So if you want to make well, that one of them, that's fine. Well, and I had the Ravens going to the Super Bowl, but Poe is on the injured list. So that's oh, all. Oh, man. That's <laughs> That's a tough one right there. Hey, that is a tough one. It's going to be a fun fall together. We thank you for inviting us to the D.C. Sports Auto. We're sponsored by MGM National Harbor. For the latest in Washington sports, visit MGM National Harbor. Experience a sports fan paradise. Break.
This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.